Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the pastoral team at Church of the Redeemer, an Anglican church in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Redeemer, its ministry, or its mission, then visit us online at RedeemerGSO.org. We are excited this morning to be here. We're very happy to be with you um, this morning, uh, this blessed morning. My name is Munyakazi Jonathan. For those who don't know me, maybe the visitors who are visiting us today. I am a pastor in this congregation of Redeemer. The church that I lead um, is uh, meets in the evening at uh, in the afternoon at 15 p.m. But we also work together. Um, even in the morning, we work together, servants of God. But that's not what I want you to uh, focus on this morning. That's not what I want to tell you that I'm a pastor. Uh, I am a, a, a Christian. And you are also Christians. Because we are all going to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, we just read um, uh, some words in the um, in the Bible. They read a lot of um, words, but we are not going to go through all of them. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the title that I uh, am going to talk about this morning is The Promises of God. We're going to focus on the promises that God had with Abraham. We will be mostly looking at Genesis 15, for verse 1 through 6. I'm going to read first verse because they read the rest of the verses. Genesis 15, verse 1. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. Amen. Uh, we say that we are going to talk about the promises of God. The Bible says that before God calls you or gives you promises, He will first call you. 
And you must have responded to that calling. In other words, salvation comes before promises. You can go into the uh, promises before you know God, you understand God, and you have been saved. Let me ask you this question. Do not answer me, but answer yourself in, within your heart. Um, in the job that you are doing, have you been called? Who has called you? And how were you called? And when were you called? Ask yourself those questions and answer yourself those questions by yourself. The words that we just read, um, Genesis 15, from verse 1 through 6, God was having a conversation with Abraham. There are some objectives and goals that uh, maybe about two that he really wanted to talk to him about. God wanted to teach Abraham that he wanted him to, uh, to know him more, to know God more, to, uh, to be holy, and to trust in him. The goal that I want us to reach this morning I want us to go uh, to understand more God, to uh, be holy, and to trust him. And he wanted to, uh, to, to increase the, the, the faith in Abraham. Even though the Bible says that Abraham is the grandfather of faith. But his faith was going up and down. But within the conversation that they had, God wanted him to, for his faith to, to, to increase. That's why after he approached him um, on this first verse, the Bible says that after this, this, uh, when he says after this, it's a conversation that they were having after he had saved Abraham and Lot during the war that they were in. Uh, in other words, it's the, the, the next to what has been done in the uh, previous verse. 
And the Bible says that God came um, in a vision to Abraham and says, do not be afraid. I am the shield that protects you. Listen to the voice that comes from heaven this morning. Do not look at me this morning as Jonathan that is standing before you. Today, I am a, I am a, a, a disciple who is coming from heaven. The voice of God is speaking through me, trying to have a conversation with you. And his voice is saying, do not be afraid. Pastor, do, do not be afraid. Sharon, do not be afraid. If it was possible, I'll say I'll name everyone's name here and I'll tell you that the voice of God is saying, Do not be afraid. This morning, the voice of God is coming down. Are you ready to hear his voice saying, do not be afraid? Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Let me tell you that before you enter into the promises of God, you have to know very well that you, you know God. Let me help you understand him. Maybe I'm going back and forth and maybe you don't understand me well. But I want to talk to you about the, the promises of God in three um, uh, different ways. At least when you live here, you will say he spoke about these three words. First point, I want you to understand who is God. Before we get into these promises, we need to know who is God. Okay. Uh, and the, secondly, um, we're going to talk about the, if we have time, the promises of Abraham and for us as well. And thirdly, we're going to thirdly, we are going to talk about faith. Faith. If we have time. <laughs> I, I say that because American, you're always looking on time. <laughs> when I was in Africa, whenever I would go preach, we would spend so much time on the word of God. If I was in Africa, the words that I was feeling that I wanted to, to, to talk about, I would at least use 45 minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So you said amen, that means you have given me permission to, say, to speak. <laughs> So the first thing, who is God? God is love. God is truth, and he does not... On the first verse, we saw that Abraham, uh, God came to Abraham and approached him, and they had a conversation. You cannot see God with your uh, physical eyes. We see God through the actions that he's doing. The Bible says God is love. Which means that where God is, there is love. In other words, where there is love, there is God. I wish that this uh, congregation of the Redeemer, um, you would all be filled with the love of God. Because God is love. The Bible says that God is holy. Um, the day that God came to Moses um, to uh, telling him to go lead his his uh, his tribe, his people, in uh, Leviticus chapter 19, 1 through 2. And he told um, Moses, go tell the Israels that uh, I am, be holy as I am holy. And he said, be holy because I am holy. God is holy. I wish in this congregation, men and women and youth, that we, we wish to be holy as God is holy. Um, the Bible says that God is, is holy. He is forgiving. He is faithful. He is faithful. And also God says when he called Moses to go lead the Israelites. In Exodus chapter 3 verse 13 through 15. Moses asked God, God, you're asking me to lead the, 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 the tribe of Israel. Who am I going to say that you are? And God answered him, go tell the Israelites that I am who I am. Go tell him that I am. Go tell the Israelites that I am uh, uh, the Lord. 
that means that those are the, the names that God gave, him, gave to himself that we may, may be able to be closer to him and understand who he is. And he also told um, Abraham that, uh, told him that I am the God of Abraham, the, of Isaac and Jacob. And he said that I am God who never changes my power. He is God who does not change his holiness. He's, he's God who doesn't change the way he, 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 he works. He's God that does not change the way he, he, uh, he does things, he blesses. He's God that does not change the way he speaks the truth. I wish that we would wish or desire to, um, to be like God that never changes. We can speak or talk about God because he's a big God. There is um, another place where um, the Israelites wanted to know who, who, as he was giving them the promises, they wanted to know how are we going to say that you are. And God gave them so many names that um, he goes by. And he told the Israelites that I am Elohim. I am the God, the creator. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that heals. I am Jehovah Nisi. I am the, the flag. He is the one who is our... Uh, he's the one that, 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 that fights for us. Amen. That means that he's the God that fights for us. We do not need to worry about anything, but we fix our eyes on him. Because it's Jehovah Nisi. He also, the Bible says that he told the Israelites that I am Jehovah Shalom. I am God, your peace. God that gives peace. Do you want peace? Come get closer to, Shal to God Shalom. God Shalom is within our, within, within our midst. He's the one who gives peace. And God said, I am Jehovah Rad. I am your, your shepherd. I am Jehovah Sedikeno. I am the, the, the one who gives you to be holy. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am the one who, who provides. I am the one who provides um, in your poverty. Even right now, I am providing. I'm God, Jehovah Jireh. Uh, he said, I am El Elyon. He's God who is above all times. El Alam. He's the everlasting God. He is Adonai. Hallelujah. He's our master. He's our teacher who teaches us every morning and afternoon. That's the God I want you to know this morning. 
God is, is vast. He's big. We cannot speak about him this, this morning. But we understand God in the images that he gives to us, in the action that he does for us. In the second verse, uh, let's look at verse 4 and 5, Genesis chapter 15. Then the word of... Sure. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring, your offspring be. Amen. The promises that God gave to Abraham were everlasting promises. That means that Abraham would fall, but God kept wanting to uh, uh, awaken him. Um, the, the Bible says that Abraham was, did not have um, any children um, with his wife. And, and, and God said, come on, I will show you. I know that you, you have an, a problem of being barren, but I will show you the promises. And as they arrived outside, he said, look in the sky. Look at the stars in the sky. And he said, your offspring will be as the stars. Even though Abraham was being told, he did not really believe it, truthfully. Uh, in the 12th chapter of the same book, Genesis, um, the first verse through um, the third verse, God came to Abraham again and gave him seven promises. And the first one, he said, I will make you a, 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 a strong um, tribe. I will give you uh, blessings. I will, your, your name will be, will be um, big. You will be a blessing. And I will give blessings to those who wish you blessings. Whoever will curse you, I will curse them. Uh, within you, that's where all the, the, the tribes will be blessed. And God continued, continued to, to, to tell him, do not be afraid because all the people who will be born from you, their blessings will come from you. Um, 
Let me tell you um, a little bit of testimony because I don't think we may be able to go through the, all the, the, the messages, message that I prepared. Let me tell you that for me as well, God came to me. Uh, if you remember, um, last time I told you how I came to know Christ uh, through my parents. But I will not talk about that, but I will t- tell you how I came to uh, be called, how I was given promises. I was uh, born again in 1980. In 1981, I was baptized in the water. In 1983, I was transformed and I was truly born again. I was filled by the Holy Spirit. I was working in my father's firm and God called me. He said, come work for me. I will make you my servant. In this, um, in 1983, I was 17 years old. And I had a desire to know God. I told him, I want to see you. And I, I had a desire. I said, God, I want you to come to me. I want to see you. At that time, there was a lot of awakening in Congo. There were three men that um, we prayed together, and I asked them, would you be able to go with me um, into prayer for five days? I have the desire to know God. And when I told them my, my, my when I gave them my request, they accepted and they said, we'll go, we'll leave on, um, we'll go, I'm sorry. We'll go and we'll do five days um, into prayer. We left on Wednesday um, saying that we'll come back on Sunday. And uh, we went into the forest. One, one um, of those men, his name was Jacob. And the other one was Mutruza. And I was the third person. They were my best friends. And we left our houses and we went into deep into the forest nearby a river. We had built a small, small house. So we prayed on the first day on Wednesday, on Thursday. And when it was almost Friday, I became afraid. And I started shaking. And I was, uh, I was, I didn't have any strength. And I started shaking. And my friends told me, we see that you may be having some problems. Just lay down and sleep. 
And I laid down and they covered me with their um, jacket. And as I laid down, God came into my dreams. And as God knew that I had the desire to know him, um, we, we, um, we used to use this um, book to sing. And God told me, sing this song. And he said, there is some, there's a, 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 a visitor knocking at the door, come and open for him. And, and, and the, the, the song says, this is not just a visitor, it's Jesus the Savior. I don't know if you really understand those words. Let me ask um, Pastor Ben to sit right here. If you like, you can even bring the chair. Amen. Sit right here, my brother. And God said, there is a visitor. Let him come in and come closer to you. And that's what this song was saying. This is not just a visitor. This is Jesus Christ. And the song says that I opened, and as I opened, I felt uh, at rest, and I had this joy. And God said, this visitor is the, the, the Lord who, from heaven. Let me give you a, a, an example. This is God. This is my father from heaven, and he speaks in this way. Uh, and, and, and the Bible says he whispers in my heart, uh, in, 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 my, in your heart, that I am yours. And, and the Bible says that um, the Bible says that as I am in your heart, I'm sitting in your heart. Do not worry. And the, the, the visitor told me that your 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 sicknesses I amen your sicknesses I have uh, been crucified with it on the cross. And your sick, your your problems have been. I carried them to the cross. All the sicknesses I have carried them to the cross. That means that if I am with God, if I am with my Father, I have no worries. Let me tell you the the the, the uh, congregation of God. When God is within us, He's with us, and He's with, He's coming to be with us. We have we have no other problems. We should not be afraid. We should not think of any problems. He is God who takes care of us. He is God who provides for all of us. 
when a child is with his parents, he says, my father has everything. I, am, I have no problems. While I was still laying in, in, um, in the vision, God gave me the word from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And the Bible says, when you are in Christ, the, the old has become new. The old has gone and it has become new. Let's come closer to God. Come closer to God. And God will answer our problems. Our last word that we're going to share. And God told Abraham, I would like to increase your faith. Uh, what is faith? Uh, the Bible says uh, it's to it, it's the, 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 the hope without um, let me read it so I can say the correct Hebrew the chapter way. <laughs> 11 verse 1 Hebrew, Hebrew chapter, chapter 11, 11. Amen. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And the Bible says faith is uh, uh, believing the promises of God. Let us believe into the promises of God so that God will be able to answer. And the Bible says uh, faith is the, 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 the hands that receive blessings. You want to receive blessings. Then stand into faith. Stand within your faith. Those are the hands that actually receive blessings. And the Bible says that faith is the cornerstone of our salvation. Is the cornerstone of our salvation. And the Bible says that those who do not have faith, they cannot please God. And the Bible says uh, faith is the eyes that, look, that see far. It's when you look, uh, um, when, when you when you are when you are using I, I will use I will use a stethoscope um, when you you put something there, but you can it's, it may be far, but you can see very close. Uh, um, the Bible says if you are not standing in faith you can really you cannot see God um, in a few words in order for us to be able to see God and get closer to him you have to know God let me ask you to stand you must know God. Uh, you must stand in faith. You must stand into the promises. What are the promises do you have? When did God call you? Paul says, 
can talk about faith. And we, when we talk about Gideon, when we talk about Barak, when we talk about Samson, when we talk about Yefta, the, the time will uh, pass us. But I wish that we could stand in faith. The Bible is a catalog of God. When you want to know God, stand in the word of God. When you want to get into the promises of God, stand into the word, the, into the word of God. When you want to stand firm in faith, this is the catalog of God. May God bless you. Amen. Amen.